Hello. Did we get on? Yes. Okay. Yay. We're having a little technical difficulties there. Well, right? Welcome to Chica Chat with two healthy chicas. I'm Becky. And I'm Des. And we're here to take you on a wellness journey with some spice and maybe a reality check. Yes. And we'll talk about health, food, family, and parenting. Plus self-care, marriage, travel, friendship, and more. So grab a margarita. I'm and- almost to the point. Right now it's still virgin. But I'll, get, I'll, I'll maybe try a little bit of alcohol this weekend and see how I do. All right. <laughs> well, then you can definitely have some chips and guac. Yes. And join us for a fiesta of feelings. And good times. Yeah. So um, post-hospital recovery, you know, right. we're, uh, you know, I'm home more, I'm, you know, on the internet more, um, and I, um, one of the things that I really had set as a goal for myself this year before kind of having so much craziness happen was there was a charity um, that I really wanted to donate to called the Unstoppable Foundation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what they do is they help young, um, African, uh, young African girls. They, um, they help them become entrepreneurs because once they're entrepreneurs, then it's motivation for, um, them to be going to school or their parents not to sell them, you know, as yeah. a to someone or something like that. So it's a really, really cool charity. I found it on a, uh, and it's called Unstoppable? Yeah, the Unstoppable okay. Foundation or okay. Unstoppable Foundation. Um, I've got, I'll, I'll put a link um, with it today when I do, um, when I do our post on Two Healthy Chicas. And um, I just kind of remember like that was one of my feelings coming out of the hospital was like, oh crap, now how, how is this hospital stay going to send me back? And, um, you know what I mean? Working with clients and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I really had wanted to, you know, make a sizable donation to this charity this year and I'm not sure how it was going to happen. Well, you know, I, I, I believe in, you know, the universe or God or the social media gods. Then I start getting this advertisement for 40 and fabulous. And I was like, I'm 40 and fabulous. Right. So totally you read it and the prize, there is a sizable prize for, um, for winning, um, which that would help me to donate to this foundation as well as, you know what I mean? We're huge advocates for the autism, um, autism speaks, you know, with Diego's autism Mm -hmm. and, um, and then it was a two page magazine spread where I get to talk about two healthy chicas. And right? I'm like, That's oh great. my God, this is perfect. I get yeah. It. Yeah. Talk about two healthy chicas. Talk about like, I have probably had the most crazy things happen to me probably in my forties and childhood type of thing. Um, yeah. But it's also been the best time in my life because I've been married. We had our beautiful son. Like it's just kind of been this like journey into parenting and um having to prioritize my family as well as myself with um you know I had Hashimoto's um well first I had hypothyroid then I had Hashimoto's thyroid I definitely had postpartum um after I had Diego um it got worse when we started to go through um all of um the autism like when he wasn't meeting his milestones 
Gosh, that right? Was yeah. Really, really hard on me. I don't think I'd quite made it out of my postpartum. Plus, with uh, thyroid, it really affects your anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Well, then you throw in that you have a kid with special needs on top of it. And it was just a crazy, crazy amount of um, emotional turmoil. But sure. That's, yeah. That's when I turned to you because I knew that one of the things I couldn't control what was going on in my body, but what I could control was how I was treating my body. And I really feel that's how you and I reconnected. And we started about talking, you really helped me to go gluten-free and dairy-free and start talking about some of the things that have worked for you in this health arena. And then I spent most of my thirties going to seminars and workshops, working on, you know, um, the mental part of it, the emotional part of it, the spiritual part of it. Um, and well, and I mean, in like, your thirties, you really kind of, I mean, not really, you went on a spiritual journey for real. Yes. Yes. Like for real, like left my corporate job, broke yeah. my 10 year relationship that I was engaged to the guy. Um, and like, we will not say his name. Yes, exactly. We call him Valdemort. So, exactly. And, and we're still good friends. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's just that the way that he wanted to live his life and the way that I wanted to live my life it was just different like we sure. both wanted to get married and have kids but it was um just more of a lifestyle thing like I definitely feel like my husband's more aligned with a healthier lifestyle than yeah. than my previous partner was well and it's interesting because you can get trapped or stuck I shouldn't say trapped you can get stuck in a relationship where you become like buddies and you are just doing like buddy type of things in the sense of maybe you're like more like drinking buddies than you are actual partners or or things like that and it and it can sometimes feel like that's <laughs> that's not maybe the long-term uh, relationship you want it's fine for what it is like I look back on all my relationships and think okay they they served a purpose right um but they ended when they ended for a reason so Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's exactly where it was like, I, I was really young and um, I grew up in a divorced home. So whenever I have a relationship, I truly like to feel, um, uh, I really like to feel that um, I've done everything I can before I walk away. Sure. I like, know. And that's hard too. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and so I'm sure that's why the relationship lasted. I think it was 11 years in total. Um, because of like, we did love each other, but we just were just different people when it came down to it. And when you're 20 something and you're working hard and you're playing hard and you're partying and it's great and it's fun. And it's just like, Oh my God, this person likes to dance and go, go have friends over and barbecue and drink on the weekends. Like, this is great. But then it's like, then life starts to get a little bit more serious. Sure. And then that's when it's like, you kind of realize, Oh my God, we're just aligned, aligned differently. And and there was a person, he, he, I don't know if he married her, which that was also a big thing. I wasn't going to have kids till I would have been married. So, but he has a girlfriend. I'm not sure if they're married. They have two kids. You know what I mean? I got my marriage. I got my one kid. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that was, um, that was amazing. But it was just like, I think like the forties are for me, like the first time in my life that I truly felt like supported. Mm. Like by having, like I said, reconnecting with you because you went on your journey. You, you know what I mean? You got married, you had two kids, like you have to focus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we, (laughs) we catch up here and there. It 
it was never no love. It was never, I'm upset at her or there's love. Oh, it, sure. yeah. it was always, it was just always like, I get it. Like you had one kid and then you had another kid yeah. and, you know, family stuff and, you know, friends stuff. And you know what I mean? Your lives just kind of go in different directions. Sure. And, and it was, it was wonderful to be able to reconnect with you, but in like this, like really positive way in like yeah. my life of like, you know what I mean? I'd taken so much time, you know what I mean? I unfortunately did grow up in a broken home. Um, you know, I had a bunch of skeletons in my closet. I had some stuff I really had to work through. Yeah. And I'm so glad I took that time to do that so that now I can be in this healthy relationship, be with this amazing, loving, supportive husband. Right. Like, and then like not let like my BS get in the way of it. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, absolutely. And, and that's what I've really kind of loved about my, um, that's what I've loved about my forties is it's like, it's not that I haven't had, um, you know, obviously after the depression, after, um, I, I think it was polyps. I had to have polyps removed about two years after having Diego. And then, and then just recently now it's like my appendix getting out. Right. But, Sorry. <laughs> but once again, it's like this mindset thing of me of like, I, um, I, I have had a extremely fun life. Like there yeah. is no, no way that that I would. Ever I mean, you met your husband on a flight to Vegas. Hello. Yes, exactly. <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. Was it St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> yeah. Was it on St. Yeah. <laughs> it was on St. Patrick's Day, and he's Irish, so it's perfect. Part <laughs> <laughs> Irish. Um, and um, you know, it was just it was a wonderful, magical time. But it's like you know what I mean. And then maybe I'd go home and you know, drink too much wine and binge on a block of brie cheese. Like that was the part that it was like, <laughs> you know, I, I worked through all the family issues. Right. I, you know, and once again, it's, it's a lifetime journey. I'm sure there's another part that's going to come up. Of course. You know, I had, I had worked on the mindset part. I really felt like I've got like a really good spiritual practice. I feel totally connected to like my higher self and my higher power. Like, yeah. you know, like my heart, it's like, I know how to be in a place that I can be loving with my heart, but set boundaries. I'm like, I'm in this fantastic place, but don't get cupcakes because I might eat the whole thing of cupcakes <laughs> after, after Diego and daddy have had like one or two, like, I right. just, you know, I can't buy, my husband was on like a Nutella crepe thing for a while. <laughs> if I had a bad day, I would be in there with a spoon with the Nutella. Like it was just <laughs> Nutella crepe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crepe. funny. I had at least learned that I couldn't eat the gluten anymore. Yeah. Um, but I would sit there with a spoon with my Nutella when I was stressed out, especially being in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Or other things. Like I said, when you have a kid with autism, there's a lot of stuff that's outside of your control. Like, sure. We had a time period where it's like he got really, uh, and he's still obsessed with flushing toilets. It does suck. I've been to way too many public restrooms. <laughs> but it's like, for whatever reason, flushing a toilet helps to calm him. And we used to have to go into a public restroom and have to go from left to right to every single toilet. Now I could say, okay, someone's in like number three. And <laughs> right. so I can be like, okay, let's pick out two to flush. And it's not going to be that one. I right. Really, <laughs> I really felt 
felt bad for the people that were standing in that restroom with my Aww. son as I'm trying to pull them away and they're crying and they're probably trying to have their bowel movement. In <laughs> <laughs> really? What a tidy, what a tidy little kid though. I like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he likes bathrooms. <laughs> And, and it's just like, it was like, it was like the bathrooms and the microwave and the door. And it right. was like, he couldn't, like, heaven forbid you woke up at like six in the morning and went to the bathroom and forgot to ask him to flush the toilet. Oh, or, no. Yeah. Or heaven forbid you put, you know what I mean, his pizza in the microwave and accidentally opened it without telling him to take it out. Or heaven forbid it was hot and I have hot flashes. That was another beautiful thing that happened in my 40s. Um, and so, um, and you open the door to get air and you don't ask him to open it. And all of these things would create meltdowns. And it wasn't like, I could just be like, hold that meltdown. I need to go journal. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, what do you do? (laughs) Like, what have you learned in your forties that have allowed you to work through some of that? I mean, yeah. And, and I think that, like I said, it was like all, like, I knew the, like, you know what I mean? Like this, like, don't take it personal, which of course I took it personal, but like, don't take this personal. This is his brain misfiring. This isn't, this isn't because you've actually done something wrong. This is a learning curve for him. And, but it's like, when you're in the thick of it, you don't understand the learning curve. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's logical. Yes. Yes. And so reconnecting with you really helped me because I was just saying, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to have half a, half a jar of Nutella. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, the thing is, I think, and you know, you and I've talked about this before too, that in your thirties and, and it could be, you know, your twenties, it could be your teens. Everybody's different, right? Yeah, that totally. there, there tends to be a decade or a couple decades where you feel invincible. So for me, I think that was my teens and twenties. I felt invincible, right? I, nothing could happen to me. You know, nothing was going to kill me. Everything was just like work and fun and, and friends. And then I got married and that, you know, and that didn't change that. But once I had children in my thirties, my mid thirties, then I had to, like you said, focus, right? So I'm now taking care of two human beings. And then I was putting myself like so many moms do or women in general. I don't, I don't want to call out anyone who doesn't have, you know, doesn't have human children because there's fur babies, there's aging parents, there's friends, there's every, everybody that you're caring for. Absolutely. Right. It's that, um, you hopefully get to a spot sometime in your life where you think, oh my God, I need to take care of this vessel of, of a body because it's the only one I have. And I really want to be there for whatever it is, your children, your parents, uh, travel, um, your job, you know, things that you love, your fur babies, whatever it is. So in my forties, like I entered my forties, my girls were, I think like five and three. So once Sienna turned five and went to kindergarten, that's when I, that year is the year I really started to get back to taking care of myself. Yes. Yeah. And it made, I, and it's funny cause I had been, I went gluten free in 2012. So it's almost been 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And a lot has changed. So it's funny when you say, you know, it's nice to have buddies that, um, like have a buddy system of people that have similar challenges, right? So like you totally. have your, you have your group, I'm sure, of moms and parents who have children with autism and they and you're able, you know, to have a safe space with them. And then 
I don't, you know, I don't sit and talk about gluten-free stuff to all my friends who aren't gluten-free because they don't give a crap and they don't want to hear it, right? Exactly, exactly. Except it's funny. I have friends, it's either 50%, 50-50. People will say to me, now Now they're just used to it because it's been 10 years and clearly I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh, she's going back off the gluten. Hasn't <laughs> happened. Hasn't don't happened. eat the cupcakes. I don't, I, I don't eat the cupcakes. Um, people will say, oh, are you still doing that gluten-free thing? Like yeah. it's like it's annoying them, yeah. uh, or they'll say, or they'll whisper to me, "I think I should do that too." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, secret. Totally. Like, so it's we're always the best people <laughs> because like, we would let like the other people. Um, <laughs> they would let the other people. Um, what was it? Uh, kind of like give you the side eye, but then they go around the corner and they're like, "Hey, I really yeah. want to do that." <laughs> I, I, why do you th- why do you eat gluten free? Because I feel like crap all the time. And you're like, well, that might be it, you know. So yeah. <laughs> you're maybe. lucky you don't have food allergies. <laughs> yeah, right. So so I mean, like, so in my 40s, so I was 40, 41 when I started focusing my five minutes a day. Right. I'm like, I can't. I, I don't know what where I came up with it, but I was like, if I can't give myself five minutes a day, something's wrong. And then I. You know, by the end of that year, September, I started running again, very slow and very short amounts, uh, but I was running again and I joined Weight Watchers. And then within the next, you know, 20 months, I lost a total of 50 pounds and I was running, you know, three to four miles a day, six days a week. So that became, you know, Weight Watchers, it's funny because giving up gluten and having to have um, some discipline as far as my health really helped me be more successful with Weight Watchers because by then I had already like built some confidence up. Like I knew I could do, you know, I knew I could make better choices for myself. So it's funny how something that sucks can, you know, lead you into something that uh, can bring you success. Absolutely. And that's where it's like, I kind of felt like, like I said, I, you know, and, um, I, I am looking for a new therapist. So I'm getting, I'm getting back into therapy, which Mm -hmm. is, I, I have used that all throughout my life. Yeah. Um, you know, but like the, like mindset things around, like when I was like going through, um, you know, like my spiritual journey, you know, like one of my things that I I do in relationships is when relationships would get overwhelming, I would run. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'd get in a fight with my boyfriend and I'd be like, screw you. And he'd be like, screw you. And I'd be like, I'm going to go to my mom's in Orange County and <laughs> run away. And, and like, obviously when I married this like amazing man, I can't be doing that immature stuff anymore. Darn it. <laughs> right. And it was like, I would have this conversation with myself in my head, like where I would say, look, like, I know you want to run, but that's going to make things worse versus better. Like you need to stay here. And it was like in my forties, I finally, um, uh, I finally started to have that conversation with myself around food. Like, like, okay. So like a number one, have healthy food in your house. Sure. And then, and then number two, like, know what the swaps are. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm going to go out and I'm going to, and I'm going to go to a place like an Italian food place, like mm-hmm. what are the things that are still delicious to me? They're sure. free yeah. uh, versus just saying, screw it. I love raviolis. I'm just going to have the ravioli. 
and then I'm miserable for two days and two right? nights. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Whether it's a, a miserable in my gut or like I have tons of brain fog or, you know, whatever. Or headaches so, or itching or all the other stuff. Right. And so, and it was like, and so it's kind of like that exact same conversation that I would have with myself, you know, when I married my husband, I started to have that with food. Like, like when I do get the, you know, cause my husband and I just went out to Italian on Saturday. It's like our first date night for a very long time because I was in the hospital. Yeah. Like I had had like a fish entree with like potatoes and spinach. And I was just like, you know what? Like good for you for ordering that versus being like, oh my God, this pasta looks so good. Right. You know, and, and that's like a very simple version. Sure. But, um, but that's just in essence, like my, um, that was just one of the things that I had learned was, okay, let's start taking those mindset things that I had learned in, um, in going on like my spiritual journey. Um, and then from there, when I learned them, then let's move forward. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's like you said, it's like, it, it, it can be so overwhelming. I think a lot of people start, okay, I want to get healthy. Um, and I'm going to just cut out everything and change everything and do everything perfectly. Um, and, and they get, you know, jumped in and they get like gung ho and then a week into it, they're struggling and they give up. Right. Or two months into it, they're struggling and they give up instead of just taking smaller steps and trying to be kind to yourself and realize that it's funny because, um, have, have we all, a lot of us have drank too much wine um, or alcohol for the last <laughs> for the for last, last year and a half. And a half. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's funny because then I started telling myself, like, you know, it, and it's not like bottles and bottles a night by any means, but it's like at the end of the day, I think, oh my god, I made it through another day of this bullshit, right? And I just want a glass of wine. Absolutely. And then some days I think, God, I really, I don't need it, right? I don't need to have it, and I feel fine when I don't have it. So if I get past 830, I'm fine. Right. Then I don't, right. then I'm like, I don't need any wine. But at this, but then it was like, why am I being so hard on myself? It, it's funny. It actually, something Scarlett said to me, because when they were babies and started eating, you know, actual food, I had told myself I wanted to give them a fruit or a vegetable with every single meal. And I, I did, I, I think I've done a really, really great job at doing that. And that encourages me to do it for myself as well. Right. But it was funny because I said something to Scarlett, my oldest daughter, maybe like a month ago, I said something about just not being as on it as far as nutrition for the last year and a half. And she's like, she's like, mama, you have been so great my whole life. One year is not going to change that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like you made me feel so much better. And it made me try to reframe that for myself too. Like, that's one, awesome. Right. One year is, does not a lifetime make, you know, yes. it doesn't. And we've all needed a little, whatever it is to get us through this, this time, it's just so effed up. And, yes. and it's like nothing anyone has ever dealt with, like at all that's alive right now. Right. So, so for me, I'm thinking, you know what, if I don't, maybe I don't have two glasses of wine, maybe I just have one. Right. Then I'm like, Oh, I can do that. So it's, it's trying to be kind to yourself, make healthier decisions, but maybe not try to change the world in a day. Right. And then totally be disappointed by yourself because that that's a really vicious cycle and that's really difficult. And, 
And if you just think, okay, last night I did have two glasses of wine. I'm not going to have, I'm going to have maybe one today and you do it, you pull it off and you're like, great. Okay, fine. Or, yeah, you know, or yeah, I screwed up and I ate some, something that I wasn't, you know, that didn't, that didn't settle with me. Well, the next day you just try a little harder not to, you know, um, and just trying to be a little bit more kind. And I think in our forties, we get that a little bit more. And again, yes. there might be way woke people listening to this that got it in their teeth. Their, their Teens, totally. <laughs> I am not that person. Think I'm impressed. If you are that person, if you were in your twenties and you, you know, were that person, I'm again, I'm impressed. It took me longer. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. And me too. And, and, yeah. and I completely agree. Like, I'm just kind of like, like I'm finally understanding this whole food thing. And I mean, trust me, people have been trying to go get me to go plant. I'm not fully plant-based. They still eat some meat and they still eat some dairy. It's just much smaller portions. People have been trying to get me to do this price. It's like my, gosh, I'm even since I have a vegan or I have a vegetarian cousin. So actually since I was like a kid. Yeah. And it's like, I'm finally, I'm 44 now. Now I'm finally understanding that. You know what I mean? From probably when my cousin made the decision when she was a teenager to now. Sure. You know, it's just some things take us longer. And um, yeah, I mean, now, I mean, kids today, they just have so much information that's available to them that wasn't available. That was like, or options too, way more. I mean, just gluten free options in the last 10 years have like times a million. Like, it's crazy. Yes, exactly. Or dairy free. I think that's our plant based. It's just like, okay, like, and this is, it's like now where it's like a sustainable thing as well as a, you know, um, you know, better for your body kind sure. or, you know, whatever the reasons, um, whatever reasons are that, um, that people, that people do this. And, sure. and I just, the exact same thing. And the thing that I will, um, I'll kind of, you know, I just, when I did that actually black new year, new you, like I was like hardcore and work it out. I, you know, they say the best thing is to make your, you either do cranberry or not uh, cucumber or um, celery juice. And like every single morning, they're like, it's best if you're fresh. And like, I put that, um, that responsibility on myself that I needed to make it fresh every single morning. Well, sometimes I'd be running late to take my, you know, kids to school when we had school or his school. Or um, my husband and I had kind of planned a date morning to go on like a hike and I still had to do like my lemon water and wait 15 minutes and then do my cucumber juice and wait 15 minutes and he would get annoyed with me. And, and it's just like I would like before I would throw my hands up in the air and be like, screw this, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and what and the way that I do it now, because I just started getting back into it because it's healthier. It's like, guess what? When I make my cucumber juice, I make it for three days. I right. buy the suja um, celery juice and I even have a celery powder so that no matter what's going on, I can grab something and it's not this like obsessive. I have to do it perfect. Right. Because after those two months, what happens then is like it ended right around Easter and I just went crazy with candy and with food and with all of these things that it's kind of like, okay, this is my cycle. I try and do things too perfect. Mm. I, I have the, um, you know what I mean? And then I have the chaos because of it, whether it was with Diego or Derek or, you know, running late or whatever. And then, and so then, and then after then, well, there was Mother's Day and there was Easter and a 
you know, uh, family birthdays in between. And I just like went off the rails and it's just like, okay, this is the pattern and this is the pattern that I need to stop. And I need right. to start applying some of these things that I learned on how to have like a healthy romantic relationship. You know what I mean? How to have a healthy relationship to my relationship with food. And that's, and that's what we're all about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you know, and it, I mean, it, all of this, did you have to, when you applied for, or when you entered the, the contest, um, did they ask you these types of questions? Like, is this what started getting you kind of thinking about everything again? Yeah. And, and I, they didn't necessarily ask me in the contest, but it was like, I just saw my reaction to when it ended and having it be around Easter and then Mother's Day and the birthdays in between, I just was noticing my behavior that it was. Oh, sorry. I meant the one, the Fit Fab 41. Yes. The one that you, okay. Uh, uh, Yes. So when it's like, and that's what I was just like, gosh, you know what? I think that's what we need as women in this Fit Fab is just kind of like this honesty about like, hey, guess what? Sometimes I do eat Nutella out of the jar and I realized that was really unhealthy. So I had to convince my husband not to eat Nutella crepes anymore. (laughs) You know what you you should get? You should get those individual Nutella packs. Yes. And then, and then. Right? You get individual servings. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then that can be my like. (laughs) And have them put up too, have them put them too high in the house for you to simply grab them. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm not kidding. (laughs) I remember Kevin had gotten, um. Girl Scout cookies or something. And I was like, I, I, I can't remember the gluten free, whatever they were. And I was like, just put them up where I can't reach them. And I won't see them. I'm like, yeah. they're out of sight. They're totally out of mind. So yes. Yeah. Yes. And the gluten free Girl Scout cookies are so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so how can people vote for you for this contest? Yes. So I am going to put uh, links up on our two healthy chicas on Facebook uh, and Instagram and if you uh, click the link in our bio, um, I'll either have the link directly to vote for us or our link tree where you do Desiree, um, Fab, and 40. And awesome. like I said, this is just 30 minutes, a little bit about our journey into our 40s and into our health journey. Sure. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But we just have so much we want to share with you guys. And we feel like this is a great platform for us to be able to do that. And Absolutely. we really are inspired by helping women um, or men or, you know, Whoever. non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> non by everybody. Yeah. We're really, we really want to help people that have, like I said, if you feel, you know, like you're struggling with food, reach out. If you feel like you're struggling in relationship, reach out. If you feel like you're struggling, you know, and, um, you know, wanting like connection to like, a higher power, but like, don't necessarily feel the need to go to church, maybe get right. into like a meditation practice. Like we really reach out. If you, if you hate us, reach out. Yeah. Reach care. out. Tell us why you hate us. So we yeah, can understand. It's fine. We'll shift. We'll make a shift. We'll make a shift. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so. like when I was on that stupid show or not stupid show, when I was on that show and, and we kept getting like hate for being a vegan food truck. I was like, what's wrong with Oh, right exactly god get a get a hobby go i would i would always be like is there a nonprofit you can assist in your spare time because you have way too much time on your hands <laughs> to be hating on us because we're vegan right <laughs> we hate on people on tv you'll never meet <laughs> yeah <that's> exactly <laughs> 
Well, great. Well, you know, typical end of our end of our podcast, we're always asking you to, you know, like Des said, reach out to us, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Two Healthy Chicas Two. Yes, we're finally up there. We're up and, there. Yes, um, and thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we're so open to, you know, what I mean, what could benefit you. And so, please, any feedback, we're open to that. And absolutely. cheers to staying spicy and not too sweet. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> and um, and we'll chat with you next week. I'll chat with you next week. Right. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.